You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts, Teresa Curley. And I'm joined in the studio in Fargo with... Mark Holcraft. And we've just had an amazing morning just flying by. We're already on the second segment of the day. And with us on the line from Sioux Falls, South Dakota, we have Joe Rudden. Good morning, Joe. How are we doing, Teresa? Doing well, doing well. You know, Joe, we're just super excited to have you on again to talk about a conference that's coming up in Sioux Falls. Um, But first, could you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? A little bit about myself. Well, I'm little. (laughs) (laughs) It's relative, brother. It's relative. uh, The the Ruttons have a genetic uh, thing going on here. We don't get taller than 5'7". We're kind of like hobbits. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, no, Joe Rutten, I'm uh, director of the Benedictine Leadership Institute at Mount Marty University in Yankton, South Dakota. Uh, I'm a professor of theology. I live in Sioux Falls, and I have a magnificent wife who every day I'm reminded how lucky I am, uh, Laura, and three boys, and a fourth on the way this Christmas. So that's kind of who I am. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I guess it's public now. Now, this really makes it public, right? Yeah. <laughs> you might have to answer to Laura when you get home. <laughs> well, that's super exciting, Joe. Now, Joe, you're a part of a group in Sioux Falls, the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity. What, what could you tell us about that? Well, the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity was an organization. It's an apostolate of the Catholic Church, and I started it with a group of men out of a desire to try and engage um, a demographic of men in their Catholic faith, but doing it through work and Mm. business as the doorway or the gateway, the honey that attracts them, and then leading them deeper into a relationship with Christ and His Church. And uh, we started in 2012, so it's our 10th year. It's a fantastic organization with about 100 members here in the Sioux Falls Metro. And... That's uh, kind of, we do monthly virtuous business leader formation, and there's actually also a women's business group uh, that has now started in the last two years, and so there's a sister organization, if you will, that kind of runs alongside us. That's awesome. Joe, I just have a quick question. Um, You may have run into this. You know, other cities, towns have um, a a different name for the group, not your group, I apologize, but a different group. The Catholic Young Professionals. Can you shed any light? What would be the difference between Catholic Young Professionals and the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity? That's a very good question. So we actually had, for a period of time, a Catholic Young Leaders Institute that was a subsidiary of the Men's Business Fraternity. And this was before Catholic Young Professionals was launched. Uh, I believe you're talking about the group out of Dallas. And they now are all across the nation And really, what would the difference be? Um, I would simply say that our demographic is focused on the full spectrum of the uh, age, if you will, whereas the young professionals have a particular programming that might be more attractive for, say, your your 20-somethings. Our programming is going to be more focused maybe on mid to upper level, although it doesn't detract 
or, or doesn't exclude the young professionals. Um, we're really focused on virtue formation and uh, fraternal relationship. And that, I think 20-somethings like, uh, have a different spirit about them. They like to do different things and hang out in different uh, ways than your, your 40, 50, 60-year-olds. So uh, sure. it's really the same principle, uh, bringing people to Christ uh, and, and doing that through our vocation to work. And, and I have it even I, the little experience I've had in interacting with you in the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity um, versus young professionals, um, and, and I would agree with what you just shared. Um, one of the things I, I really appreciate is the intentionality of the formation, the Catholic Men's Business Fraternity. They're really tying in church documents um, to, yeah. to really bring it to the contemporary world, what this looks like today, anyway. And that's, that's been my impression, and I, and I know you've been working hard at that, um, but seeing some of the resources. That's, that's a great, great insight, Mark. Um, young people are interested in virtue and formation and, and coming to know Christ in a deeper way, but they're primarily going to do that through social relationships. That's very valuable to them in their early uh, uh, young professional life. Whereas for your mid to upper level uh, business leader, um, it's important to have people around them to be in fraternity and community, but that's not the primary impetus for say, hey, is, is meeting new people with a shared value system, right? At 40, 50, 60, you kind of have those people around you that share your values, and what you're looking to do is to take a deeper dive into the integration of the of the principles and the virtues of our faith uh, in in an intentional way, and so yeah, we are much more catechetical, I would say, than fraternal. You know, Joe, what you said about integration really intrigues me because just based on some of my conversations with friends of different faiths, there seems to be this disconnect between being a successful business leader and being a Christian, because classically. Like, the idea of Christian, like, you are living a radical style, uh, take vows of poverty, maybe. But yet, we have a lot of faithful Catholic business leaders who are successful. So, what does that integration look like, and why do business leaders need to develop virtue? Oh, boy. This is really the heart of why we started a, a big top, larger event called the Faith and Business Conference. So the men's business fraternity has 12 events a year. Uh, we have monthly virtuous business leader formation uh, for the Catholic men, and we have quarterly breakfast speakers. Well, we thought, you know what, this is, this is too good. Everybody needs this, men, women, Catholics, Christians. Our whole community needs to be formed in a new vision, a new way or a renewed way of seeing the good of work. And it really begins with understanding who we are as people. What does it mean to be human beings that work? And so we just said, let's have a big top event, invite everybody under uh, under the, the umbrella with us. And so this Faith and Business Conference came specifically to help create a vocabulary and a vision for what the Christian business leader looks like, and then how might we attain that because we live in a fragmented world. We divide the, the, the 
the vocation of the business leader, this great document, says the chief obstacle of the business leader is the divided life. Mm-hmm. We really have a, a tendency to compartmentalize our lives. What we do at work is what we do at work, and we have our work self. What we do on Friday after work is what we do on Friday after work, and that's our social self. And then what we do on Sunday in the pew, that's kind of our church self. And we have a, a, a difficulty integrating those persons into a unity that is who I am as a Christian first, who is also called to a particular vocation in life, in marriage or in priesthood, but predominantly then following that primary vocation, we have a vocation to work. Mm-hmm. And that vocation to work can be holy and noble if we see it rightly. And so our goal is to help people see work rightly as something that they're created for by God to help bring about human flourishing in the world. And when you see the nobility of work, in that sense, it inspires us and says, wow, now what I'm doing in the office every day has meaning and purpose that's bigger than myself and even bigger than my organization. It actually contributes to human flourishing. What an amazing vision for what we do every day in this mundane, ordinary, wake up at, you know, whatever, and go to work at 8 and come home at 5, that somehow that's noble and can be sanctified and can give glory to God is ultimately the vision that we propose and the Church proposes, really, for us as human beings who also work. Joe, for those businessmen and women out there who... Um, so many desire that. I, I often hear from people, um, I would love to have a work where I feel like it has more meaning. I would love to work in a place that I think has more meaning. And what you're talking about is, you know, while that while that might be true, um, we can definitely do something about that. You could definitely bring meaning into your workspace. Are there a couple of church documents um, that you would recommend for for those listeners just to even begin that journey of like, if there's not a Catholic men's business fraternity or a, a sister organization in their area, you know, as you know, our Real Presence Radio Network, it's, it goes far beyond Sioux Falls, right? And so right. what would be right. a couple of uh, documents that you would recommend for those just to help them get started and start to dignify that space? Yeah, this, this is a great question. There's a lot, but I would start with two documents. One uh, the vocation of the, uh, or no, no, it's, I only know it in Latin, Apostolicum Actuositatem. It's the document on uh, the vocation of the laity, I believe is what it's called. Um, and that forms us in saying, as a lay person, what's my responsibility to the world? How ought I to live in the world? That's really good. That's where we started. Then I would go right to the vocation of the business leader. You can get the PDF online. You don't even have to pay for it. But it's also a $5 document you can get out of the University of St. Thomas, the vocation of the business leader. It's magic, Mark. 85 paragraphs that simply are small bits and chunks to, to reflect on about how we can integrate faith principles into business practices. It's the best document I've ever found, and it's the one that we use consistently in all of our formation. Wow. Intriguing stuff, Joe, but we're actually ready for our first break. So if you'll hang with us over the break, 
we just like to dive deeper into this concept of faith and business and the conference that's coming up in August. So stay with us. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet our customers' production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. I'm one of your hosts, Teresa Curley, joined with... Mark Holcraft. And we've just been having this really intriguing conversation with Joe Rudden about the integration of faith and business. And... Over the break, Joe hinted at a teaser uh, what the inspiration was for the Catholic men's business fraternity. Joe, I'm, I'm dying here. <laughs> well, I've, I've learned that on the radio, don't give away the good stuff at the break. <laughs> save, it, save it live. So, you know, this is when I think, you know, Mark, you asked about documents that people could read from the church about faith and work. And there's a whole list of them, but we started with this decree on the apostolate of the laity, and it was written in 1965 out of Vatican II, but what it does is it just situates the person that's not a priest or a religious, right, the average lay person. What's our responsibility in the world? And where I saw it come alive, and I was like, oh, that can be us was when I was reading the biography of Pier Giorgio Frassati. So Pier Giorgio is like a hero of young people today. 
But what some people pass over is he actually got his degree as an engineer. He went to university and got an engineering degree because he wanted to go into the mines where he could bring Christ and dignity and the gospel to a place that the priests and nuns couldn't go. Mm. And that was where I was like, oh, that's what we're called to do. We're, the priest doesn't walk into your local insurance agency and bring the Bible. You know, maybe the, the you know, you could have prayer at work and you could have a crucifix. You can do things at work to kind of sanctify the environment. But fundamentally, the priest doesn't go into the office. I go into the office. Well, then, if that's the case, how do I bring Christ into the office? What does that mean? What does it look like? How do I do it? And that's really where the inspiration came from, is Pierre Giorgio Frassati saying, you know what, I don't need to be a priest to bring Christ to the world. I can get a degree, I can go into an office, and I can bring Christ to that space, to that place I might just be called as a vocation. And so that's really the inspiration, and so that's what we're doing. And we just think, hey, anybody that's interested in this conversation about faith and work and what it means and looks like, let's get them all together once a year. And so this will be, uh, I believe, sixth annual Faith and Business Conference. Uh, we had one missed because of COVID. Uh, and we're bringing in some dynamic speakers this year for men and women, Catholics, Christians, from the Sioux Falls metro, from the tri-state Midwest region, from Nebraska to Minnesota, North Dakota for sure. Like People will come from all around for a half-day conference in Sioux Falls where we just talk about some basics of the faith and business integration and what that looks like. And Mark, you mentioned a group earlier, the Catholic Young Professionals Network. There's our speaker this year said, I don't want to be paid. I want you to send my stipend to this organization in Dallas called the Catholic Young Professionals Network. So, Dina Dwyer Owens is our headline keynote speaker this year, and she's most famous for Undercover Boss. She was on Undercover Boss, and it was a fantastic segment. Because you see, like, this vitality, this life-giving spirit of this human person, Dina, at work in a service organization, and she's just magical. Well, what you find out behind the whole thing, Teresa and Mark, is that she's Catholic. She's deeply faithful. She loves Jesus Christ and the Church, and she sees her work as a vocation. And now, what's her vocation? Well... What Dina was the owner of, her father started it, was Dwyer Group. They're the largest home service franchisee network in the globe. So they are the owners of AirServe, of Mr. Reuter, of all of these different home service appliance businesses. They're the, they're the ownership for franchise group. And so Dina, uh, they sold the group years ago, and now she's just bringing her message and her work to the world, and she's going to come down to Sioux Falls and uh, uh, be the headline speaker here for this conference. So we're really excited to have Dina join us. 
Mm, she does sound exciting. Like people like that just really inspire me because it shows that the Catholic faith isn't for one particular demographic of people. You know, there's like no no bounds. Everyone has a place. So a hundred percent. And you know what, Teresa? A lot of times we think, well, how do I bring Christ to 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 work? Well, maybe it's in hospitality and service. Maybe maybe. Anybody that's in the service industry can take to heart the gospel that says, see Christ in the other. This is a great St. Benedict line, that when you serve, serve Christ in the other. Well, anybody that's in service, the lady at the checkout counter, could be serving the other as Christ. Right? That's just a vision. That's just a way of seeing how I do my work. And that's how we can sanctify our work. So I think this is beautiful that somebody from a home services organization would come and join us to help us see how can me, as an air conditioning repair person, how can I bring Christ to the to the office? Very much well, an everyday Lord, thing, yeah. And you know what? I don't know how hot it is up there in North Dakota, but it's hotter than blazes here in South Dakota right now. <laughs> Whoever, when my air conditioner breaks, Whoever shows up at my doorstep is going to be an answer to a prayer. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 This, why not? Why would this not be a part of God's plan of mm. salvation? Why would we look at somebody showing up at my house to fix my internet or to uh, uh, install a dishwasher? Or why would I not see them as being a part of a divine economy? <laughs> or. Why would I not, if I was the business owner of the AC company, why would I not try and form a company that sees the people they serve as holy or dignified or, you know what, instead of just dollar signs and a business transaction? So these are some of the ways of seeing and doing business that we believe that the gospel calls us to. And that in the process, you know what? You make money, too. Because money is a fruit of doing work well. So it's not in conflict with the bottom line as well. And I don't know about you, Teresa and Mark, but whenever I work with people that treat treat me with dignity, I want to give them my business again. That's true. Yeah, Absolutely. You do. You do. Joe, I just, I'm appreciating your story with... um, Blessed Pierre Giorgio Versati and how that inspired, really what it, what it inspired for you in regards to Catholic Men's Business Fraternity and then the Faith and Business Conference. Um, I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm, I like to connect dots as best I can, uh, if they're worth connecting, <laughs> you know, and uh, over and over again in this last at least 10 minutes, you really have been talking about uh, the fruits of um, when a lay person engages their vocation of work. Um, really th- through the primary vocation of their marriage and family life. Even when we introduced you, the first thing you said uh, was about your, your marriage and your beautiful wife, Laura, uh, and then your kids. That was the first thing that you brought up. And then we dove into work and, and the nature and the vocation, the call to holiness through our work. Um, I think our listeners will recognize the name Archbishop Chaput, uh Archbishop, uh, it was the Archbishop in the Archdiocese of Philadelphia, and before that, Denver. Uh, and he, he was a keynote speaker for one of our banquets in Fargo years ago. But one of the things I really remember him saying is the renewal of the church is going to happen through the lay people. 
and it was a challenge. I took it as a gut punch because I was one of those that really, like, you know, our bishops need to step up and our priests need to step up and we just pray for their leadership. And we do need to pray for their leadership, pray for them to have courage. Um, but he was rightfully so saying that, but it's not just there. You need to step up. And he was very forthright in a just a very uh, empowering way to lay people. You know, no lack of holiness, no lack of, of devotional life, and yet calling us men and women, rise up, engage the pursuit of holiness in your workplace, and let's see what happens. And this is exactly what you've been talking about. Um, 100%. Joe, can you just share a little bit, um, how can we find out more information regarding, because uh, we already have two minutes left in the break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, share a little bit, how, for our listeners, how can they... Um, find their way to this Faith and Business Conference. Yeah, for sure. Well, we have a website. Just uh, uh, Google search faithandbusinessconference.com. It'll pull up the uh, the website, and you can also find it, I'm sure, on Facebook and other places. But you just Google search faithandbusinessconference.com. If you can believe it, there's not actually a lot of this stuff going on, specifically from the Catholic demographic. Um, it's starting to get more popular, but uh, you know this is really a, a right in the Midwest here, and people come from all over uh, to do it because it's really become a hub across the United States for this conversation about faith and business. So, faithandbusinessconference.com, you'll see it pop up. And Dina Dwyer Owens is the headline from Undercover Boss. She's fantastic. We also have somebody coming back, Michael Naughton who's the principal agent that formed the vocation of the business leader, he'll come and he'll share about a vision for uh, 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 the values uh, of business. What does it? What does having values at work look like? Dina will be the practical application, and then we have a local uh, gentleman, a business owner, Rory Kelly, who will be speaking about his personal uh, experience integrating values at work. Great stuff, Joe. Thanks so much for joining us. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be speaking with the bishop, so stay tuned. <laughs> 